2: Recorded live.
3: Welcome, everybody, to our December 2017 Sarah member meeting call. Um, I can't believe that it is our last call of 2017. And I just, Leah and I were talking earlier today, and there it feels like there are so many endings at the end of this year. And some of you may know that um, yesterday was my last day of my Reiki 3 class, my very last class at Bridehaven. And so um, it feels like, um, you know, as we come to the end of the year and all of these things ending, and um, I know that there are, what was it, Jerry Ann, one of my students, Jerry Ann, who um, came to the class today, she said, um, when, when one door closes, another opens, but the hallway really sucks. <laughs>
1: oh, that's so great. I've never heard that before. That's fantastic. I know.
3: Oh, my God, I know. it's fantastic. I know, I loved it. So I was thinking that to myself. <laughs> and I know I know, Leah and I have um, both um, personally gone through a lot of losses um, in 2017 and um, just a lot of changes and um, a lot of, um, you know, new things, that um, new possibilities and things which are very exciting. But also it's just, um, you know, I know that a lot of you are going through the same thing. I heard like three or four of my Facebook friends were like, I'm ready for 2017 to be over.
4: <laughs> so
1: I felt I that think, way last year. I felt like, oh my God, I'm so ready for 2016 <laughs> to end, and I feel like this year wasn't that much better. I mean, it was more exciting, but there was a lot of crap to deal with, as you know.
3: Yes, yes. And so I, I wanted, you know, for tonight, I want to, um, I want to send blessings out to all of you who have been struggling in 2017, because I know Leah and I have had a lot of that um, ourselves. Um, but I also want to. Um, send a a light of hope um, because I feel like we're on the verge of some really big new new things new changes and and really good things for animal reiki in the world and I feel like Sarah is stronger than ever Um, Mm -hmm. we have our 10-year anniversary in 2018 we are going to be traveling to Scotland and then hopefully in September to England Um, we have now um, Joanna in Italy has translated the Shodan manual and is going to be teaching level one animal Reiki to um, Italians in Italian. And so we are um, we're expanding that. We've got the Code of Ethics book is coming out, um, which has been endorsed um, by three uh, major Reiki lineages around the world so far, which is very exciting and um, that's going to bring a lot of um, new important um, I think validation to honoring and respecting animals and so I just think that um, we're coming out of we're like kind of in the the new phase of a new positive um, expansiveness of what we're doing with animal Reiki and so that is very very exciting but um, you know I my heart really goes out to all of you who have had to say a lot of goodbyes um, and um, face a lot of change in 2017 because I know how difficult that is. I've had to go through that myself as well. and um, But I just feel that we are stronger for it and there is really wonderful things around the corner. And so um, that was sort of going to be my little intro message to all of you as we finish 2017. And then um, we want to kind of look forward into
4: 2018
3: focusing really on World Animal Reiki Day and also um, beyond World Animal Reiki Day into 2018 for some goals for each of you as SARA members, whether you are practitioner members or whether you are teacher members. And that goal is education and teaching for all of our SARA members. Um, And I think um, World Animal Reiki Day is a great excuse and a great um, focus point to begin that um, education and teaching for each of you, um, but also to for that to be a launching pad for you to do more in the year. Um, and so do you want to add anything to that, Leah, before we keep talking about that?
1: No, no, I think that it's, it's really exciting, like you were saying. Like, yes, it is hard. Like we were talking about, like change is so hard, like ending at Bright Haven and what's going to happen next. But one thing we, we know and one thing that's why our practice is so important is that we can always be hopeful. If we don't get in that space of worry or fear, then everything is gonna be fine and it always is. And sometimes endings are actually really wonderful positives. And so we are looking forward to 2018 with a lot more hope than we did in 2017 just because of all the opportunities that Kathleen has been offered, and those opportunities also translate to good things for all of us. Because since we study with Kathleen, since she is basically our leader, for us to have her just really paving that way makes it so much easier for all of us. And I know that that's something you're going to talk about um, tonight, Kathleen, is, you know, just that importance of sharing and how we share and what we should
3: say. Yeah. So that was what um, Leah and I had talked about, um, kind of our what our focus should be moving forward. And I'm really excited about World Animal Reiki Day because it does get bigger and bigger every year. And so um, there, there are so many ways to celebrate World Animal Reiki Day. And people do all kinds of um, events or it's just volunteering on that day or just lighting a candle for animals um, who have passed. And what I'd like SARA members to do this year, um, I would like, first of all, I'd like all of you to support our fundraiser for World Animal Reiki Day, which is the beautiful shirts that we have, or sweatshirts, in all kinds of uh, styles and colors, and that goes for, what, two more more weeks, Leah, about? Yeah, I think it ends on the 29th of December. Okay, so that, we still have time, and, you know, we have hundreds of members. Our goal is to sell 200 shirts, so I really would hope that um, we will meet that goal and exceed it. We're already almost at 100 shirts, right? Is that right, Leah?
1: Yeah, I, I think like it,
3: that, ninety. Oh, we, we might have sold more sure. today.
1: Yeah, 97 or 98. So we're really close. Um, we're halfway there. Yeah. And we
3: still have two weeks left. Yeah. So I think we're going to make our goal, which is really exciting. Um, and this is a shirt. I mean, I wear my World Animal Reiki shirt all the time, like all year round. And I have people ask me, oh, what is World Animal Reiki Day? So it's a great way to kind of raise awareness um, about Animal Reiki, but also be a part of like an event, like a, like a day that's celebrated around the world, which is um, really exciting, that you're part of a big community of people. Um, And so it's a shirt you can get for yourself. I usually get myself like a sweatshirt and a shirt, um, but I also always get one for Indigo. And you may have friends um, who are interested, friends or family that are interested in supporting um, animal Reiki. Um, So please, um, if you haven't already, and thank you to all of you who already have have participated, but as SARA members, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity. We don't really do many fundraisers, but we do these t-shirt fundraisers, and so we really appreciate when our members um, support that. Um, and the quality is really good, and it's a shirt that will last you a long time. So um, if you haven't already done that, that's, that's um, something I'd like all our SARA members to please do. And then secondly. I'd like you to work on an educational event for February 5th. And if you can't do it on the 5th, because I think the 5th is a Monday, do it the weekend before or the weekend after or do some things during the week. But I want you to think about an educational event that you can plan and where you can do that and what you can share. And um, so I want to just briefly remind you, we have formal classes that you can teach As a practitioner, you can do the Five Powerful Meditations class, you can do the Self-Care for Animal Caregivers class, Um, and you can also do the Intro to Animal Reiki class. And then um, our teachers, our Sarah teachers, you can also do the Reiki 1 and 2 classes um, in addition to those other three. Um, but, be, but besides that, even just thinking about, um, you know, who are the animal organizations that, that you reach out to? Who are the people that you know, um, whether maybe it's a holistic vet that has a nice clinic or maybe it's, um, you know, a groomer that grooms your dog and that you know that um, maybe has a space where you could have a little gathering or um, maybe there is a holistic bookstore in your town who uh, might be interested in, in some kind of a, a gathering Um, in to celebrate this this day um, where you can speak and the goal really of the day is to talk about animal reiki and as Sarah members you have a unique opportunity to change the conversation about what reiki is um, how it helps animals and what it isn't and I wanted to mention mention this it's really important it's more important than ever because um, we've been getting a lot of pushback lately actually Um, some of you may know that I'm going to be teaching I'm going to be speaking at a Reiki conference in June in upstate New York, and I'm also going to be doing a Reiki master class at the Catskill Animal Sanctuary, where one of uh, my wonderful students, Angie, is the director there now, so she's opened the doors of this sanctuary. It's going to be an amazing destination Reiki three um, June fourth through sixth It's going to be on my website very soon so I'm I'm excited to do that. But I asked her, you know, Leah and I were saying, oh, well, I should maybe there's other sanctuaries in the area and I could speak to the directors. And Angie said, oh, yeah, Reiki has a really bad rap. Um, The sanctuaries in New York don't like Reiki at all. um, And um, so I don't know if they would even be open to having you speak. And, you know, that's so sad because I know that they don't understand what it is. You know, they have been, it's, it's been miscommunicated what it is. Um, and then um, this past weekend, I had a student um, taking the Reiki three who actually is from New York and she's very active in the vegan movement on the East Coast. And she goes every year to um, like vegan fest or something like that, that they have in New York. And they have all of the, big um, farm animal sanctuaries come together and they have all these training programs and everything. They actually had a specific seminar this, this past, I think it was in June or July that she went. They had a specific seminar explaining why Reiki was detrimental to the vegan movement and that nobody who's vegan should promote Reiki. That, to me, was completely horrifying um, because <laughs> I was like, what? And she said that they actually, um, they presented some kind of scientific evidence that Reiki was fake, um, which was some kind of study that I'd never heard of. And it didn't sound like a, a real double blind study by a university or anything, just some random thing. I don't know what it was. Um, but basically they talked about it's it's woo-woo, it's, um, you know, a psychic, magical thinking, um, and just, you know, really detrimental to um, them, you know, because they're trying to rescue animals and do all of this real world work, but people think that vegans are already fringe, And so they were saying that you will lose all your credibility if you're a vegan and you do Reiki. And I thought that was so upsetting and sad to hear. But on the other hand, I was glad she told me because it makes more sense now why all of the other farm animal sanctuaries in New York hate Reiki and don't want anything to do with it it makes me realize that um, there is a real opportunity for Sarah members to bring a new conversation about what animal Reiki is and what it isn't. So it's really important. I think World Animal Reiki Day is the day that we should do it, where we are saying Reiki is not a magical cure. Reiki is not some kind of power that beams out of our hands and cures all things so that nothing bad ever happens. Reiki is a meditation practice. Reiki is a mindfulness practice. Reiki is a way of being compassion in the world. Reiki is actually, you know, a Japanese meditative practice that helps us to be a better person, that helps us to, you know, um, soften our footprint on the earth, to respect all beings, you know, to open our hearts with compassion. And it's walking each step in your life with wisdom and compassion. All of our work that we do in our life, having that be filled with wisdom and compassion and seeing with eyes of wisdom and compassion or our Reiki eyes, that is what brings healing to this world. That is a space that animals sense that they can step into and be helped by because they're so sensitive to our inner state. So, but the more that we can bring that conversation back to mindfulness, presence, compassion, that's something that people understand it's real, it change, compassion is important. it changes the world, um, it, it is very healing and that is all we are doing and so we have to get that message out and unfortunately most Conversations that I see about Reiki involve magical thinking. They involve talking about um, beaming um, energy at something like cancer. You know, it, it involves um, incredulous claims about uh, healing cancer and healing, you know, um, preventing perhaps someone from dying um, or, you know, curing illnesses, curing all kinds of things. Um, and beaming this energy through your hands to, you know, basically alter someone else's healing journey. Um, All of these, I think, are very troubling claims and they can be dangerous when, if the medical profession feels that we're stepping on some toes in that response. So it's our responsibility to help people understand, I think the animals are the ones really leading the way in this, that Reiki is about our own space, our own meditation space that we create. And animals are so sensitive to that. And it makes a difference. It, it well, changes it, our world. It's also really, if you want to make it in
1: really simplistic terms, what we are trying to get to is animals are already living, breathing Buddhas. And so through our Reiki practice, we try to get to that same energetic level that they are. All we are basically is mirroring animals do animals reach out and and touch each other like hands on? Oh, I'm going to do this. Do they worry about each other? Do they, you know, it's, it's just, that is where we are. We're trying to be, how they live and are. They're very compassionate. They're very open. They're very forgiving. If we can mirror the animals, and that's really all we're doing. And I think sometimes with our language, we try to make it really complex. Oh, well, this is a Japanese practice, and da 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 And the, the end result is, like, it's just a mindful, compassionate practice where we try to let go of all fear, anger, worry. We try to be humble and open and compassionate and sit with the animal. And then our when our energy is like that, you know, The animal can choose to heal. But I think that it's so important to change that language, like Kathleen was saying, that's out there, and you're going to come across it a lot. But here's the important part, too. We can't put down people Reiki. We can't put down people who have studied Western Reiki because Western Reiki is actually amazing for people. People need all those outside things. They need the crystals. They need the angels. They need the singing bowls. They need all this other stuff to get well. Animals don't. So I think it's really, really important that as we go out there, we need to make sure that we are saying human Reiki, Western way, hands-on, yes, it is fantastic. It's great. You know, we support William Rand. William Rand wrote a beautiful um, uh, testimonial about Kathleen's book. I mean, we can't say enough nice things about William because what he's done for Reiki has just been amazing. But the way he teaches, the way his, his students teach is a Western way. We have to let that go. What Kathleen has developed, what Kathleen teaches us is a completely different way. And that's really something that needs to be said. And I was telling Kathleen earlier when we were talking about this that, you know, I I deal with a lot of non-Reiki people, people who are in the outside corporate world, whatever. And on my Facebook, there's a picture of me and Tigger, one of the tigers from CARE that's passed away. And, you know, we're like face to face. And the first thing, you know, people, when they search me, they go, oh, my God, I saw you, you're with a tiger. Oh, my God, what's that about? And it's a great opportunity where I say, hey, oh, yeah, I do animal Reiki. And they say, well, what's that? And I tell them, and they're all, oh, my God, that is so cool. And I've never had anybody go, that's weird, that's strange. Because when you open it with, this is, you know, me with an animal or like you with a horse, whatever it is, when you're using social media, when you're thinking about your imprint, think about how you're presenting yourself in every situation, when you're out in public, when you're on your Facebook, however you are, are you open? Are you compassionate? Are, are you mindful about what you're saying? Or are you being defensive or all these other things? So as we go out there as ambassadors and as representatives of, of Sarah and, and of the animals, we really need to be, Really open, really compassionate, be in our practice, and and support our Western practitioners for human Reiki, but also educating people on how different it is, and then for your own self, for your own personal self, really reflecting that. I know, like on Kathleen's Facebook, you know, you can tell automatically. God, oh, she does a ton of work with animals, so. If you just, like, think about how are you presenting yourself, how are you talking about animal Reiki, and when you're more open and less defensive, I think that more doors will open for all of us, because I know that that a lot of you have said, oh, you know, they aren't open to this or they aren't open to that. Come back to how you might be talking about it, how you might be presenting it. And the really wonderful thing about Sarah is we have so many materials that reflect what we're talking about tonight and what you need. And especially when this new manual comes out from Kathleen, I think it's really going to change the course of things and it's going to change how we talk about animal Reiki and how other people perceive animal Reiki and, and talk about it.
3: Yes, I hope so. I think it's going to be I very accessible. An accessible way for people to see mm-hmm. what it is and, and what it isn't. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: definitely. And I think World Animal Reiki Day – I mean, it's such a wonderful idea that you had a couple years ago, and it has gotten bigger and bigger. And I just really, I wanted to say really quickly that we are going to have a page um, on our website dedicated to people who have events that are open to the public. We really want all of you to invite the public to your event. Maybe you have a Reiki chair or a meditation chair, or you're going to go to the zoo, or you're going to do a little field trip somewhere. You know, talk about it. Teach it. Open it up to anybody and everybody. It doesn't matter how they've studied or what they've studied. What they need to learn about World Animal Reiki Day is that it is a day to support the animals, to say thanks to the animals, and to show people this is how we communicate with animals. This is how we support them through this wonderful Tech, for these wonderful techniques that Kathleen has taught us. And I think that it's a great opportunity, like she said, for us to get out there and really show people this is what we do, this is how we do it. So this website page is going to be great because it's going to show, if, if, if the, if the, um, again, if the events are open to the public, it's going to show all of the events in all the different states and all the different countries that are happening, and how you can get in touch with those people and how you can attend if you're in that area. And I think that that's just one more step for us to open it up. Because, of course, we put pictures and everything on Facebook, but sometimes that gets a little bit too much. Not everybody can see the posts and everything. So we feel like this website um, page that's dedicated specifically to events is going to be a really wonderful way for people to connect. And I think Kathleen's going to do a Facebook Live event, so we'll have a link on that page for people to go to and join her. And we really want to promote uh, World Animal Reiki Day today. And we hope that all of you can uh, talk to your your local news people, local newspapers, local magazines, and see if they'll write a story. And, you know, Kathleen, maybe you and I should have a call in, or maybe for our next call, we should talk about ways, you know, from like the ways I learned from Gita and stuff. We can tell people um, ideas to use to reach out to their, to their local uh, reporters.
4: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great idea. And I'm done ranting. If you <laughs> okay, well, um, is there anything else
3: that we need to add, or should we open it up?
1: I don't, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of um, just, I guess, just ideas. You know, we kind of talked about ideas for what you can teach. I really feel like Reiki shares are a great way, meditation shares, and and I don't think enough people. I think people feel intimidated by teaching the Five um, Powerful he- or powerful Meditations to Help Heal Your Animal. That was a super simple one to do. And you don't have to be this meditation expert. I know I did it. I- I'm not this meditation expert. You just read through the book and then you just kind of ad lib. You know, you-, you really kind of feel that space if you're in your practice. It's really easy. You just kind of talk people through it. You know, um, people like to be talked through their meditations. It helps them to visualize But you don't have to say a lot, just even helping people just breathe, you know, breathing in two, three, four, out two, three, four. That's always really helpful. And I think that it's really intimidating for us, especially if we've never taught, to get out there. But I encourage you, just do it, because the first time is the absolute hardest, and you feel just so nervous. But then once it's out of the way, it's like, oh, my gosh, it wasn't that bad. And then you can go on to the next one. And I, I really think this is a great opportunity if you haven't taught at all and you want to to take World Animal Reiki Day as your event to do it because it's the best time because we have so much support. It's not just you doing a class, it's everybody doing classes all across the world and you can really tell people you're part of a huge organization and we're so proud of all of our members in all our different states and countries who are supporting Sarah and out there doing the good work and like Joanna translating the, um, the manual. It's just so amazing. And, oh, interesting thing about Joanna, she wrote a really great blog story that you guys will see pretty soon. But she was supposed to teach a class, and um, two of the girls got sick, and two of the other girls said, well, we'll wait for the other two girls. And then she had been interviewed by a newspaper, but they said, oh, it's going to be a few weeks. And then so that day that she was supposed to have her class and it got canceled, she the article ended up coming out and she spent the entire day answering you know questions through email and on Facebook so it was really exciting (laughs) and I thought (laughs) I I thought it was so great so funny that here we are you know we get so upset about things when things don't happen the way we think they should but then it was actually a really good thing that she didn't have her class because she was able to sit there and respond to everybody immediately and I I just thought you know here's Joanna she just started um learning animal Reiki in the last year and then she flew to England and took the level three and now she's back home and she's so excited to teach and she's really had some great opportunities and I think that when we're just really positive about what we're doing, the, the wheels start turning for us because I really believe the animals really support what we're doing and they, they really do everything they can to move mountains to make things happen for us. So, so always stay in the positive and of course, if you need any kind of guidance for your classes, any kind of guidance for your events, reach out to Kathleen and I because we're always here. It might take us a couple of days to respond, but we're always here for you, and we love to help people do events. So, you know, I think we have a lot of resources. I think Joanne, um, she, didn't she create something for us that's on our World Animal Reiki Day, Kathleen, the page where it's like a, how to a, organize an event? She gave us a little checklist or something?
3: Oh, Joni. Yes, Joni. Oh, so. yeah,
1: Joni, Joni, yeah. Yeah, so I think just go on to the World Animal Reiki Day site, and then, oh, and then also you did that amazing World Animal Reiki Day prayer, which you we have the YouTube app, and we also have the printed version, and I used that at my event at World Animal Reiki Day with um, Victoria Crest, and it was so beautiful, and it really set the space for the day, and it was, we did it at the end to give thanks, and it was so beautiful, and that's, just something you can add to just you can read it out loud or you can play Kathleen's YouTube video and have her um, read it and got some really beautiful pictures but I thought that was just such a great addition for our day that we have this beautiful prayer to really help share with everyone because in that prayer it really talks about what we do, why we do it and, and how we help the animals and I just and how we give thanks to all the animals. And I just, and where, is, just
3: where is the written part of that? Is that on in the that, member area? That's on no, I think that's on our uh, World Animal
0: Reiki Day um
3: page. On the page on, website. on the website. Yeah okay yeah right.
1: there's a, a okay. PDF link I believe. And so your your videos there, that and I think there's all kinds of other resources. But I'll double check it. if it's not we can have Chase put that on there. But okay. but so um I will send an email to everyone after this meeting with the person who's going to be developing our page is Chase, one of our um, admins. And so Chase has agreed that, you know, you can all just email him directly with your events, and then he'll put them up on the page. And so we'll give you, I'll give you a format for what should be included um, that we need for this. And so probably that will go out in the next week or so. Um, great.
3: Awesome. Thanks for doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we open it up? Let's open it. Okay. So I'm going to unmute you guys. You can always press star six to re if you have noise where you are. So we're open for questions and comments. Hi, this is Pat Barnett. Hi. Um, I think it would be a great idea
0: to give people a template to use if they are going to talk to reporters or other people because I think most folks have never done that, and uh, may be intimidated. So, if you have something for them, like a some a simple outline that they could use, then they may feel more comfortable. And also, it may cut down on people ad living because what I heard from your earlier conversation is some concern that people are are saying things that may be a little off, and if someone stumped yeah, by a reporter no, they I might say something
4: I,
1: yeah I don't think we're as concerned about like sometimes you may go you say might say something and what's more concerning to us is that when people are out there saying that human Reiki is exactly like animal Reiki we've had that a lot and it's nothing like it and I think all of our members know that but I do have a template that we can use and I would say probably when we do our next meeting we talk about contacting the press and putting your event out there is that um you only want to do it if you feel comfortable and then we have some tips i will um pull together we do have that
3: we have that two-page information sheet i think that would be really good about you know what is animal reiki how does it help animals what do practitioners do what do they not do and that's Mm -hmm. in your member area that would be a great place to start for sure
1: yeah, but we'll definitely, if, if we do, well, when we address this next week, because uh, some of you may be able to get some press on World Animal Reiki Day. So, yeah, that's a good a good suggestion, Kat. We will pull something together. Um, I've had some media training with a couple different companies, so um, I do have some stuff from them, and I will put it together and and put it out there um, when we talk in January. But, yeah, Kathleen and I will definitely talk more about this. but. That's a
4: really good suggestion to have some guidelines for people. Anything else? Very quiet out there. Yeah, this is Deanna. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Leah, you really got me thinking um, about what you said. You know, how angels and crystals, because there is a lot of discussion about that, how that does help humans. Humans need that. And that is different. You know, animals don't need that. But just it just really got me thinking.
1: Yeah, we have to be really, like, open and compassionate yeah. to, you know, our other fellow Reiki practitioners. A lot of people, it's just ignorance. They, they don't, they honestly don't know. And they really believe because they've been taught that animal Reiki and human Reiki are the exact same thing. There's a lot out there right now because there's a Udemy um, instructor who's really popular, and she charges, I don't know, what is it, Kathleen, like $15? You can be a Reiki master yeah. in animal Reiki yeah. or something. And that's mm-hmm. really scary to us. So, But we have to act compassionately to these people because they don't know any better. And, yes, they're sharing misinformation, but it's our job to accept and go, you know what? whatever you're doing, it's great for humans, but you can't do it with animals because it's just not the way it's done. And that's why Kathleen's Code of Ethics book is going to be so great to give to friends who maybe don't want, well, what also, this is interesting. We've also been told, you know, well, I'm a Reiki master. Why would I take a, a, a class where I'm going to learn the exact same thing? And, and you can tell people that, but It's going to be great to have this book to give to people, and hopefully people will read it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I could see the difference. Because just in reading the Code of Ethics alone, that's such a powerful document because it tells exactly what we do and exactly how we do it and how different it is from people with reiki without saying you know this is totally different but just reading the code of ethics and that's a document another document that's a like really great document to to meditate on and share at a reiki share even for world
3: animal reiki day mm-hmm. and then
1: hopefully kathleen's book will be out by then will it be out by then kathleen
4: the code of uh, ethics book.
3: I don't know i've I've got a i I'm going through the the edits so they sent me the formatted book and for some reason none of the italics came through in the designer when they did the design and oh, no. i asked them I asked them to do a lot of um, illustration and they only did like a leaf at the beginning of each chapter they didn't really do what I asked them, so I'm going through it right now I'm about two-thirds of the way through and I'm writing suggestions and then I have to give it back to them and then they'll probably take another week or two to get back to me again so it looks like there's going to be some back and forth and so it might not be till February I don't know we'll see but in the
1: meantime I think just using the code of ethics just that that document that we have that we all live by is a great thing to share and when people say well it's just the same you could share that document but but for me I feel like it's really important to be compassionate to those people who are studying the Western way because they just don't know any different. And and it's really easy for us to say, well, you know what, this is, it's almost like we do something. I mean, I wish we could, we didn't have to call it Reiki because it's so different. It should have its own name. And Kathleen and I have, talked about that. But really, we can't change it. I mean, we have to change. <laughs> what, what did we say we were going to change? It was like the shelter animal meditation <laughs> association, <in> Sama. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we, can we get away with that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but but it, 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 it is hard. But you know, just always be compassionate. And like Kathleen always teaches, if you speak from the veil of the precept, then you can't go wrong. You know, it's going to bring you back to that place of compassion.
4: Well, I have taught level one and two classes to people that were already level three and four um in human western reiki and, and you know they were always they were very interested in animal Reiki and thought that I was gonna teach them hands on techniques to use with animals and when they you know realized that it was more you know creating the the space um they just said it made so much sense you know for animals the way um well the way you know, taught us to teach it. So they totally changed their conception, um, perception of what they thought animal Reiki was, but they thought, yes, meditating with animals and following their guidance and all that made so much sense to them once they learned that. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, and I think that that's, I mean, you just have to have people open, though, to that, to learning it, and so if they aren't learning it, then we have other things, but, yeah, it's like, I mean, they don't realize it. Well, you know, from being in the, in the animal Reiki, Reiki, Reiki practitioners class, you get a lot of people, all the people are Western, and they, they're not really sure what they're going to get. And a lot of people think, well, I, mean, I am going to, or I'm going to learn chakras, right? Or I'm going to learn aura mm-hmm. balancing. And it's so not that. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's why it's so important that we have such a huge community here that we get out there and share this in a loving, compassionate way. And I really feel like we can make a difference. Because it, it just shocks me that Kathleen isn't more popular because she is the only person in the world doing what she's doing and, and teaching the way she's teaching. And so we really have to get out there and, and spread this. If we want to be supported and, and you know, to, have, to be validated, we have
4: to really get out there and spread this message. Right, And I think the animals also help because
3: people try the other methods and they, they do feel they're, it's not quite, they don't feel comfortable. A lot of people tell me that I just didn't feel comfortable forcing the hands-on or it's just, I noticed that some animals were kind of irritated, and you know what I mean? You always hear those stories. And then once oh, they yeah. start u- using these methods, they're so gentle, that are sh- so, um, you know, letting the animals lead, then it's like all that goes away, and it's like all, all feel good, works really well, the animals are love it. So I think that the animals help to validate, obviously, what we're doing, in, even if people are kind of like questioning, and then they try it, and they're like, oh, wow, that made a huge difference, you know, so that helps.
1: Well, yeah, because, you know, in, in your classes, like how people will come the first day and everybody's a little bit, you know, they're not sure what to expect and they're a little bit uptight and they're a little bit tense. And then by the second day, everybody's so relaxed. And by the third day, it's like the animals have just created this space along with the humans that
4: is just this,
1: it's weird. It's like everybody feels like family. And, and I've been in people Reiki classes and it's not that way. But with the animals, they really help support what we're doing and they, they really validate that what you're teaching us, Kathleen, is is the way that they want to have Reiki or they want, you know, this energy work
4: shared. It's, it's really amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's why it's a shame um, if animal Reiki has a bad rap and there are so many animals that could be benefiting from it and people right. that could be benefiting from what the animals could teach us. Right. Well, Kathleen and I are talking,
1: too, that um, Kathleen's going to try and find out the name of the person that did the talk, and then we're going to reach out to them and, and just kind of share what we are doing, um, because we don't like that either. I mean, we don't want people going into shelters and talking about animal Reiki like, you know, it's, it's like people Reiki, or, you know, oh, they're, they're healing the animals, or, or they're doing anything, or forcing hands-on. We don't want that for the animals, and so that's why we have to be their ambassadors.
2: Hi, this is Margaret. Can I uh, jump in with a question?
4: Sure. Okay. I wasn't
2: even sure if I was muted or not. No, I can hear you. So, okay. Um, so I'm a nurse and, you know, practice, what do you say, Western Reiki and, and of course, loveliest class. And I found that, um, you know, your animal Reiki class just resonated with even my, my Reiki practice, is, you know, as a you know, being open, compassionate, humble, holding the space. And we talk about that, like, when you try to do research for Reiki, you know, because we always need research in the Western medical world. You know, the the conundrum is, or, or is it your healing presence that made the difference? You know, and then um, after class, I tried really using, um, particularly with one client who was not... Um, who had severe cerebral palsy, just creating that same type of presence. I do. I learned to use with animal reiki, and I've had some really, you know, wonderful experiences doing that. And it really, this young man really responded to that. So I guess I kind of wanted your thoughts. Like, I mean, humans are animals, right? And some humans are so open and communicate in, you know, a way that hands-on maybe, you know not needed. And and so how, I mean, it almost as if, you know, the techniques I learned through your class um, of just being that loving, vibratory place uh, and, and allowing the animals to come to us kind of works with many humans as well. So any thoughts or comments you want to make towards that? I, I would agree
3: with that because ultimately we're animals too.
2: And nice. I think um,
3: I think that animals are are reminding us of our more ancient self. They're reminding of us of our deep inner wisdom that we also have that we've just forgotten.
4: So mm-hmm.
3: um, we we will meet people along the journey who resonate more from that deeper space with, that is is not relying on physical touch or human ritual it's more of a space of being and especially people that um, are physically um, you know more impaired because they've Mm -hmm. learned their other senses are heightened and also people who are in hospice and are getting closer to transitioning because their their spiritual self is so awakened and so open and so especially Mm -hmm. in, in those are and also like babies and children who are just closer to that ancient wisdom that animals still are in touch with all the time. So, I, I think that these techniques that we use with animals will absolutely come in handy in all kinds of situations. And we just have to learn how to listen to our inner wisdom and, and, when, and to know what approach is working. And if not, shift into a different approach and kind of see, um, you know, take each being individually and and see what feels, you know, like most um,
4: comfortable for each being. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. No one else? Got a lot of people on the call.
3: Everyone's just taking it all in. I know and people I, on the oh people on the East Coast are are happy. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: I know we haven't heard from Kelly. Kelly's
1: on the call, isn't she?
3: Yes, she is. Maybe she
1: doesn't want to talk to us tonight.
3: Hello, I'm here. Ah, oh. so do you have
1: do you have anything to say about the World Animal Reiki Day or?
0: Well, no, I'm really excited about being at the Care Foundation on the 10th, so I couldn't do something on that specific day, but I'll probably there's a little um, uh, wildlife bird sanctuary near where we're staying in in uh, Florida on the coast, and I went there last year, or last time I was down there, and they just let me walk around, and um, we just sat and did Reiki, you know, sat and meditated with the, with the birds that were wandering around, it was pretty cool because they they had all kinds of like pelicans and stuff that were just walking oh, around was how neat, yeah, it was really neat um and I did talk to them a little while I was there, but they didn't you know they didn't really um connect too much with me but um but I you know I was just talking to my students about it. We just had our practice yesterday at Rutland county, and um you know just trying to um figure out how they can um you know do something anywhere you know just even going to the shelter for a couple of hours it doesn't have to be any big deal um right. you know even bringing you know a box of cookies or pastries right. to the staff
3: mm-hmm. and thanking
0: them that way uh for letting us show up that's uh, a, you know, that's a little great, things we can do idea. that don't have to yeah. take a lot of major planning
1: right that's that is a really good idea you know everybody loves um to be thanked and to be acknowledged and and that's another great thing. Didn't even really think about that. I know Allison last year, she did some little event, Allison McKinnon in in, Ireland, in Scotland, and she had these cute little, she took the logo and put World Animal Reiki, you know, the World Animal Reiki Day yeah, logo, and she I remember that. made that payrolls, and she put them on cupcakes. And yeah. I thought that was so cute, and that's a great way, because it brings awareness, but you know, you don't really, you don't have to do anything intrusive, especially if, you know, just for whatever reason, you can't do an event, maybe. Time doesn't permit, but you have something. And then we have those beautiful brochures, too, that you can order. And um, and I'm not sure. Gosh, I I wish, I don't know, Kathleen and I will have to talk about this, because um, it would be a great idea if we could just order a bunch of those brochures and then, you know, I could just mail them to people, like 50 or whatever, each to people, because I think that they're so important to have. They're such beautiful brochures. And they explain exactly what we do and I think that everybody really should have them for World Animal Reiki Day. So we'll have to talk about that, Kathleen, a little bit. Figure out how we can okay. get yeah. get supplies to people. But um
3: but another reason uh, why we need people to buy shirts for the fundraiser right. because so we have right. money to do stuff like that. <laughs> well and that's that's a really good point because you know,
1: I don't think many people know that that Sarah only runs on membership fees. Like we don't really get donations from anywhere we don't have a grant writer so we don't have grants and really the only way we survive and kathleen and i don't take any money for for a salary or anything we do everything um as a on a volunteer basis and for kathleen i mean that's pretty huge she's busy and for her to donate so much of her time i mean it's it's so priceless to all of us we're so lucky so so all we do to operate is have our membership fees and then those go to like to John to pay for the website maintenance, and, you know, um, we have an admin, and we pay her monthly, and, and then, like, Chase does things for us, and so, so we pay out a lot, and then, of course, we give teacher stipends, um, too, but our, these T-shirt fundraisers are so very important to us because it really does give us some, some money coming in that we wouldn't otherwise get, and it's not a lot of money. It's usually only, like, $1,000, $1,500, but that, that does help us. And these shirts, I mean, Kathleen already kind of touched on it. And I know Kelly can touch on it and all of you who have ordered these shirts before. They are the highest quality. I mean like you would go into Bloomingdale's and they sell these $80 little t-shirts. They are not any nicer than these that you get. The quality is so, so like way above an average t-shirt. They're like really buttery soft, And I, we've had our like, well we had that first one what was it tame the beast within and I've watched that <laughs> I don't know how many times and mine hasn't faded at all in 2 years or 3 years almost now. Has yours?
3: I mean mm. mine hasn't faded no. is the the print is perfect. I, so I I'm mean wearing, I'm really... wearing my um my unleashed the peace sweatshirt right now. <laughs> my dark, I got it in dark blue and it it still looks brand new. Well, yeah. that, and that's mine the all quality, did too.
1: Yeah, the quality you cannot be, and what else is really cool is that you, however many you order, the shipping is only $5. And so you can get as many. And then another really great thing is, I know that a couple of our members bought a shirt. They thought the size that they ordered was, would be right, and it wasn't. It was either too big or too small. Bonfire, if you send the shirt back, they will replace it for you. No questions asked. So it's like you can't go wrong with this fundraiser and with the teachers and it's a great way like kathleen said to represent because it starts a conversation and we're really proud of i think this year especially the um the graphics that we chose and the world animal reiki Day font that kathleen you know chose it it is such a cute shirt and i think that everyone hopefully everyone will buy one and buy one for your friends i know that i'm going to buy one for my mom and for my boyfriend my boyfriend he he's so funny (laughs) He represents all the time. He has like five of these shirts and he's always representing. And he doesn't even really talk about there or anything, but he's six foot three. So I love that he's always out there representing for us because somebody's <laughs> going to see it. <laughs> and like Kathleen, you saw him in a photo and you're all, oh, look, he's yeah. wearing his shirt. He wears that <laughs> shirt so much. It's so great. So, I mean, buy it for your husband, buy it for your boyfriend, buy it for whoever. But, you know, like, the more we can get it out there, the better for us. And I think it's just a great, great way for us to raise money. So I, so I would really encourage you, if you want to give Sarah money, if you want to donate back to us, um, this is a great way to do it and you get something in return. And, I mean, for us, that's a, a win-win situation. And as we come to the end of the year – if you're thinking about, you know, charities to donate to, please do think about Sarah because the only way that we're able to keep operating is just to get these donations coming in to us. And thankfully throughout the years, I know William Rand gave us a very generous donation a couple of years ago, and we've had mm-hmm. members give us very generous donations throughout the year. It, it's, it's been really, really nice for us because we can continue to do the work. But, again, like I said, Kathleen does all of the work, all of these calls, everything she does, completely for free. And that, I mean, I can't even tell you how much her time is worth. I and mean, then that's huge for us. And so I just want you all to know we've never really talked about where does this money go. And we are a nonprofit, so anytime you want to know where the money goes, you know, we're happy to show you. But Kathleen does not take a salary for any of the work she does. And to me, that's, that's really huge that she does this because this is a project of love, and it's a project that she believes in, and I hope that all of you believe in it too because this is just something that's so big. For me personally, I just am like this is one thing I will never give up. Like I have two other businesses and my business partner and boyfriend always says, "You know, you need to give up, Sarah. You need to let go- Sarah go." And I'm like, "There is no way I will be homeless and broke and still do Sarah because it's something I believe in." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, I hope that never happens. I know, right? But, but you know what, I mean, I, I'm so proud of this and to come up on our 10-year anniversary and to be going to Scotland and having Kathleen speak and having her speak, uh, you know, on the East Coast, the doors that are opening, I, it's like she said earlier, things are happening for us and it's really exciting and it's really encouraging. And for us to go to Scotland, because we've, we've been talking about Scotland for how many years, Kathleen, like at least five, six years, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and to be able to go now and to have you speak at the holistic conference about dogs, I just think that that is just amazing and huge, and we're just so blessed. And I hope that all of you are just as proud as we are of this organization because it's so great. I know mean, I this kind of went off topic, but it, it was a good opportunity to kind of kind of talk about it, you know, because I feel like we we don't really talk about you know where does the money go, what do we do, but and 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 all of that you give, Kathleen. I mean, my God, I know Kelly can support me because Kelly's been here since day one when we first opened Sarah. And, and just the time and all the information you give us, you know, you empower us, Kathleen. So for Kathleen to be spending all this time and energy to empower us, let's make her proud and let's get out there and go and represent and share this because really what we're doing is so unique and so special. We all should be just like, you know, banging down doors, listen to me, hear me out, because this is the greatest thing ever. Because it really, truly is. So I don't know if you all can tell but I'm really proud of what I do. Yay. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what I'm doing for World Animal Reiki Day, but Victoria and I are, are working on something for Portland, Oregon. And then Kathleen, what are what are you gonna be doing? You're gonna be doing a Facebook live and then
3: are you going with, anywhere um, for- with I'm gonna be doing a Facebook live with Gail. Um, of Bright Haven, oh, nice. we're gonna do something special—a Bright Haven retrospective, or <laughs> sharing um, some of the lessons that we've learned um, from each other, and how, uh, you know, just uh, the, what the Brighthaven animals have taught and what they've brought um, to Bright. the world of animal reiki through their wisdom. So, how
1: many years? How many years were you at Bright Haven?
3: Since 2000, I think I my first class there was in. Um, March of 2005. Wow. That's crazy.
1: That's a long time with Gail. And and just so many animals. So many different animals that have come through. It's really amazing. And then really really quickly, I want to promote your care class in February. So it's a level three class in February in Apopka, Florida. It's about, what is it, like 45 minutes northwest of Orlando, Kathleen?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So they have a liger. I had no idea what a liger was. Did you can you know
3: what a liger was, Kathleen, when she said, hey, I've got a liger? Did you know what that yes. was? Yes, because anyone who's seen Napoleon Dynamite knows what mm-hmm. it is because that's oh his my favorite God, animal.
1: I did, not remember. <laughs> I did not remember. So I'm like, what the hell is a liger? So I had to go look it up. And then I went on our Instagram. So this liger, it can't be more than a couple, three months old because it's, it's little. And he was opening doors. He could open doors. So if you go to care for the Level 3 master class, you're going to have the best experience ever because she's going to have this gosh darn liger with her, and <laughs> he'll only be a few months old. So the last time when, we, when Lucius was a little baby, it wasn't last year but the year before, we were all able to, like, scratch his little uh, scrap and, and spend time with him, which was really, really amazing. I mean how many times can you say you get to do that in, in in a loving caring place and she rescued this little liger. So that is really exciting. I'm so excited to go to Care. And and I will say Care is an amazing experience. I know Kelly, you can speak to this. Um it's
0: it is a crazy amazing experience. It's a beautiful place and it's just there's just such a huge variety of animals and exotic animals and to be able to you know, share Reiki with them and just sit in meditation with them It's just I had some the most amazing ex- experiences of, of one um was with um um Ignosi mm-hmm.
2: Prognos- Prognos- yeah. Prognos-
0: yeah i mean if i I don't think I've ever experienced stillness in that way ever, but just you know his stillness was so profound and so you know you could just it just took over it was amazing because you knew like he knew everything you were doing and every move you made but he didn't make a move at all and it was just really it was incredible when gene and i were doing practice in reju and it was just mm. I, I still remember that that feeling of what stillness is like from that from Agnosi. It was incredible well, that's
1: the that's the thing right because you go there and then these animals
0: they they
1: like imprint it's forever. I mean you always remember these experiences you have. Remember when um when Mary Lou had that experience with um Tashi the Black Leopard?
2: Mhm. Where
1: her her neck she was getting a treatment for or I think they were doing a reju um with Amanda baby and her neck popped and it like was it relieved all this pain that she'd have experienced. And it was right when Tashi looked at her and yawned and then this pop happened and it was
2: just <laughs> amazing
1: but these animals they really do like they imprint on you and they just change everything for you I don't, I don't know it's hard to explain unless you experience it but we will say that you go there remember the first time we went there kathleen and we were thinking oh you know we're going to this little rescue and all the animals are going to be sad and we'll come do reiki and that'll make them feel better and they were like no we're going to do reiki with you
4: you <laughs> are the sad ones.
1: We're not sad. We love our place. You're the sad ones. And it's so true because everybody comes there and you've got your own crap. And by the time you leave, it's like there's so much stillness on the, on this place. It's just so much connection, stillness. It's crazy. It's, you I mean, feel
3: purified. You feel purified from the ancientness of the energy that's there. It's yes. incredible.
1: That's a great like, way to explain
3: it. A couple of years ago when um, Kristen plopped that
0: mini alligator down on my, in my hand. Oh,
2: yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was what like,
0: oh, my God, I am completely focused right now. <laughs>
2: it's like the best experience right.
0: for, for, like, how, how focused can you be, Kelly? How to <laughs> like, be so I'm present. not looking at yeah. anything. I'm just this
3: alligator. <laughs> it yeah, was if, hilarious.
1: If you can't even explain in words. It's hard to be um, – what you, what you feel when you're there and, and how the animals change you and how the experience changes you. But it really is a truly a life-changing experience. And I'm so blessed that I get to go with Kathleen every year um, because every year it's a different experience. It's a different group of people. And, and the people bring a different energy. So every experience is completely different. It's always, I, it's always wonderful. It really is. So I mean, not to excel her class or anything, but it, it really is. A life changing experience, and I think it's really one that if you have a chance to go to Florida, do because it's a it's always a really wonderful group of women too, isn't it, Kathleen? Well, and men. oh yeah, and women in the class, but it's like amazing just the women that are attracted and and truly like even people who come with some really you know heavy crap the first day by the second day everybody's so open and it's the animals feeling lighter and, and yeah
3: yeah healed. Yeah,
1: a lot yeah, of things happens. It is. And Kathleen, you know, of course, supports this. I mean, you know, because you are who you are. It's like a, an amazing class because of the support you get in the class. And then you go up these animals. And it's just really, really a wonderful, wonderful place to be. And we're so blessed that we get to go there every year. So, I really hope not to sell Kathy. I don't want this to be like an infomercial. But for me, as it gets closer, because we saw that Liger you know, on Instagram, you can go on Instagram, on the Care Foundation Instagram, and you can see videos of the little Liger. And I encourage you all to do that because he's so darn cute. And he opens, she didn't know how he got into her bedroom. And then she taped him, and she thought, oh, so he's like totally hitting the doorknob until he opens the door. And then he walks in, like, okay, I'm here. And she's like, okay, that's how you got in. All right. So it's so cute. But um, go to the CARE Foundation uh, Instagram. You can see his videos. But do consider going to this because you will not be disappointed. And then, of course, you get to teach getting all Kathleen's manuals and everything. But it's a really wonderful way to learn animal Reiki and feel supported.
3: And a great way to celebrate um, our 10-year Sarah anniversary. I know. I know.
1: Oh my God. So we will. Yeah. I think we need to do something special, uh, somehow, some way. I don't know how. We have, we have to brainstorm. But uh, as we get, I mean, I'm so excited. You're going to be talking in Scotland almost like a month before our exact 10 year anniversary. So we'll have to think of something really fun to do. I don't know what. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I wish we could like. It's so. We're also. I wish we could all be together. I wish I was a billionaire and I could just
3: pay for all of us to be together. I know. Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Why? Where
0: is our angel investor? Where?
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, I just wanted to
0: add about the um, T-shirts. A couple of years ago, I knew I had an event coming up, so I bought like 10 of them so that I could sell them at the event.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember that.
0: Yeah, you can also raffle, you know, like buy a couple if you're going to be somewhere where you could have them as part of a raffle or, um, you know, an idea like that works pretty well. Oh, that's a great idea. And then the other one was World Animal Reiki Day. Don't forget your pictures. Mm.
4: Your little
0: videos because we had a lot of great pictures last year from everybody. And, you know, I know like one of my students couldn't go anywhere, so she just, Um, sat with her cat and she had um, a little like um, a couple of statues of like she loves elephants and so she had like an elephant statue and she did Reiki for the elephants and you know so she just had like a little candle and stuff and it doesn't even have to be anything big you know it could just be you know you in your living room you know with something you really love that represents an animal that you love or with your own animals and send the picture in.
1: I think we had a lot of people um, who who submitted on Facebook, who like posted on Facebook mm-hmm. and submitted those type of pictures, and it was really great because you're exactly right; it doesn't have to be a big event.
0: Yeah, we had a lot of Facebook pictures
4: last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm in closing. I just want
1: to say something, and I'm probably gonna cry, so I apologize. But It's the end of 2017 and I just want to thank Kathleen for everything you've given us, Kathleen. I mean, this is such a great organization and this is something that you have been wanting for years and it's something that was just created out of nothing. And I just thank you so much. And I know that everyone on the call probably feels the same way, but thank you so much as we end this year. I'm really grateful to you for all that you've shared all that you teach us for just being the person you are and for always being that person who's lighting the way for all of us to follow behind you so thank you so much i really appreciate you and anyone else who wants to step in and kind of speak up please do but thank you so much kathleen
0: absolutely thank you kathleen you you're just a big light in this world and i i'm so grateful that you're in my life and that we um we're on this journey together it's really incredible and Leah, thank you also. You do a ton of work for this organization and you're amazing mm-hmm. and you ha- you're just such a cheerleader for us. So thank you. Too. I'm
1: I'm just the Natasha to her Boris. <laughs> 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 I'm no, like I... a little yappy dog to her big bulldog. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no,
3: Leah does so much for Sarah, and I, I'm really grateful to Leah because I wouldn't be able to do what I do without her, not just with Sarah, but she helps me a lot with Animal Reiki Source as well, and we've had so many, I mean, our trips around the world together are really some of the most cherished memories that I have in my whole life, and I'm just so grateful to that we have this beautiful friendship and that we can express it by helping animals with Reiki. I just think that's um, like a gift that I never thought I would have in my life. So thank you Aww. for that, Leah. Well, thank you. And, this um, isn't about me. This isn't about me. This is about and you. I al- and so, well, you know. I also want to thank all the members of Sarah because Sarah really wouldn't exist and wouldn't be the professional, compassionate, wonderful organization right. that it is without all of you. And so as as 2017 comes to a close, I am grateful to each and every one of you and for all of your love and support and um, you know, all of you and the work that you do and all of you, you share through blogs and you send me emails and you show me the work you're doing and you tell me about animals you're helping. And that inspires me to keep going, you know? And so thank you to all of you.
4: Well, you're both an inspiration. Thank you so much. This is Cindy. I'd like to thank you guys as well. I, you know, I think I share in all the classes I've been of Kathleen's that, you know, animal finding Kathleen, um changed my life, uh, you know. So I just really appreciate both you guys. And it was, uh, you know, Joan, Joni and, and a Kathy that um, I met through someone else that said, you know, gave me Kathleen's information so that I could take her classes. And I just uh, completed Regie 3 this weekend at Bright Haven. Yay. And that was oh, awesome. Oh,
1: congratulations. That's wonderful.
4: Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for being here on the call tonight. And um, I wish you all a beautiful
3: holiday season. And um, I look forward to hearing all of your wonderful voices when we meet again in January. And um, blessings, everybody, and good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. night.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly
1: beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. (gasps)